2: PlushCare.com slash weight loss.
3: Welcome back to Not Another Mummy Podcast. I'm Alison Perry, and you're listening to a special bonus episode. Hello, and thanks so much for listening. This is a special bonus episode brought to you in association with Take 5, which is a national campaign to stop fraud, led by Financial Fraud Action UK and Her Majesty's Government, and backed by the banking industry. It's here to offer advice to help customers protect themselves against fraud. Uh, The campaign focuses on helping customers to take five minutes to identify scams and confidently challenge any request for their personal or financial details by remembering the phrase, my money, my info, I don't think so. So I got together with three mums to chat about the different pitfalls that we all face when it comes to fraud and share some tips on how to identify scams and avoid them. So welcome, everybody. Today, we are doing a bit of a different podcast. Um, I'm joined by uh, Romica, who's a mum of two and blogs at Beauty, Bump and Me. Hi, That's Romica. right. Hi. Hi. And uh, Franca, who is also a mum of two and blogs at A Moment with Franca. Yes. Hello. And Megan, who is also a mum of two and blogs at Truly Madly Kids. Hello, ladies. Hi. Hi. Um, so we're here today to talk about fraud and how to spot it, how to deal with it when it happens. Um, and we're talking about it because... Because there's a big campaign happening at the moment isn't there um, a Take 5 campaign um, which is highlighting how to stay safe and how to avoid scams and we all kind of met up a few weeks ago at yeah. a Take 5 and Mumsnet event didn't we which, yes, was, yes, uh, yes, we did. which was really kind of interesting great. slightly terrifying because <laughs> I think it probably, I don't know how you guys felt but it kind of really opened my eyes to the different ways that we can be victim to fraud and
2: I think it was like they said though that You can never be too smart, you know. You can be the most intelligent person in the world,
3: Mm. but very naive when it comes to... Absolutely. Online scams. Yeah, I think we all think that, oh, that would never happen to us. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what, what's your experience been, ladies? I mean, first of all, actually, let go, let's go around and kind of just tell me a little bit about yourselves so that we, we kind of, everyone knows who you are. So, Romika, let's kick off with you. Tell me a bit more about you, apart from what I've uh, just said in the introduction.
4: Um, so I am from South West London, have two children, like you said, um, who are both under three and a half.
3: So you're pretty Um, knackered then.
4: (laughs) Pretty knackered. Um, (laughs) No one's really sleeping. So yeah, it's pretty full on. Um, I've been blogging since Max was about a year old. So um, yeah, that's me really. I'm a stay-at-home mum.
3: And what attracted you to, like when you were invited along to the Mumsnet Take 5 event, what mm -hmm. made you kind of think, actually this is something that I'd quite like to kind of learn more about and write about on the blog?
4: I think because it happened every day I mean I receive an email a scam email almost every single day so I think it's really important to sort of learn not just for everyone else who's reading my blog but for myself as well um, and my family to keep them safe so um, that's what um, was quite interesting mm. for me to learn a bit more really yeah.
2: so that's cool megan
3: yeah tell us Hi. a bit about yourself <laughs> what's your name where did you come from
2: my name's megan and i'm also from southwest london
3: <laughs> <Hi>. <laughs>
2: so i have two children one is 12 one is nine and actually i think i'm coming from it in a slightly different way because my 12 year old now has a debit card.
3: Oh, really? Wow. And So hang on, is that a a regular debit card or is it one of those kind of special child ones? It's a special child-friendly one um, at the
2: moment. um, I like the package of this particular one and I can very heavily monitor what she's doing with it. Mm -hmm. But it's another... Way, I guess, to be scammed, she can use it online, she can use it in she shops has limits I guess like. she has limits that she can spend on it, yes, mm-hmm. but then we do have to change the limits, so mm. when she is going to a coffee shop for a milkshake, yeah. she's only spending a couple of pounds, but she's been to the cinema, for instance, so yeah. we have to whack up the levels so she can spend a bit more, and I think that's you know she needs to know.
3: About this stuff, yeah, yeah. That's- I mean, that's so- that's kind of amazing though, because when we were tw- twelve, you say she yeah, is, yes, she's twelve. When we were twelve, obviously we didn't have any access no? to that. I remember being sixteen and being, and we were allowed to get a switch card. Do you remember a switch yeah. cards? You guys like might not be uh, old enough to remember that. I you're young, you're younger I than us. Pocket promote. money, <laughs> I'm afraid, you know. but, yeah. And, and I'm um, yeah, I'm but awesome. yeah, it's, it's kind of amazing that kids nowadays do get access to this stuff, yeah. and it teaches S- them about money S- yeah. and and like shopping online. Yes. Mm. I mean, <laughs> I
4: only started doing that when I was like twenty one. I mean and that's crazy yeah. easy. I can't yeah.
2: it. So, so. She young. can use it she can use it for online purchases.
3: But on the flip side, that then brings a whole wealth of issues that mm-hmm. you've got to deal with as a parent. So yeah. that is that's kind of yeah. Does
1: does is it she or a he? It's it? a she, yeah. So does she have any yeah. restrictions online? Um things like that?
2: Um that is a very good question and what I should know I should know she I have drilled it into her that mm. she can't just buy for, um, from any old site she's got to come and say to me can I buy it from here and if I'm being honest I pretty much restrict it to Amazon eBay mm. and occasionally she might go on. Those to are the tricky shop. ones. But yeah, there, twelve years old. Yeah, yeah I mean, Definitely. but they are. But the worst thing is yeah. that she'll buy. Th- she'll she'll go on and she she wants something. Yeah, and I'm like, but where is it coming from, darling? You can't just order something for one pound and get it shipped over from the Solomon Islands <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which, which has happened yeah, you know yeah. Yeah. so
3: so yeah yeah but isn't that kind of amazing that that is facilitating those conversations yeah. with your 12 year olds you yeah. know that that is happening in yeah. homes everywhere yeah. um that's brilliant uh, Franca hello <laughs>
2: hello
3: um so yeah mum of two tell us a bit more about yourself and what kind of attracted you to uh, kind of write about this
1: um well first of all my background is like I'm Peruvian. Um, I am here in the UK for the past 12 years Mm. and I'm married with a British guy and I have two little girls and um, yeah and I love it here and and I have been blowing for two years
3: now I can't believe it's only been two years because I feel like you're so established as a blogger
1: yes (laughs) it has been quite intense though I think it has been two years that I have been there like 24-7 it's really really intense but I love it and I just decided I didn't want to do more my previews job I'm yeah. a lawyer but I decided to stop that's another <laughs>
0: subject like
1: why live in love for being now a blogger yeah but I actually really like it and I think you should pursue something that you love mm. because then you don't see it as something that is a job you just love it and you just put all the hours that you actually want to do it because you love
3: it yeah mm-hmm. that's amazing yes um, and then um, what attracted you to kind of write about um, fraud prevention and take five
1: I was really interested to be part of this campaign because these things happens every day actually not long ago my mother um, sent me an email and she was like oh I received an email that apparently I'm gonna win the lottery and I was like "Mom, <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna win the lottery but well, please this is a big scam but they are old, old people yeah. you know, so it's very easy to like get them into this kind of scam situation and they think everything is possible
3: I think the scary thing is though is that it's not just old people who are being targeted and mm. uh, one of the things I was kind of surprised but it, it kind of it surprised me and then when I thought about it I thought actually no that's really obvious that it is busy mums who are kind of falling victim to this a lot at the moment well Well not at the moment but in in general yeah and especially you know it's running up to Christmas we're all we were all chatting earlier about how we're running around you know we've got so much to organise and you know we're busy with work and it's so easy to get a text or an email or a phone call and to kind of just believe what we're reading or hearing mm. and not. Sometimes not you just it. want to get rid of
2: these people. I know that sounds really harsh, but you think, What do I need to do? Just tell me what I need to do and I'll do it. Mm. And that's oh, before you know it you've clicked a link or mm. Yeah. 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 Life life is too fast. That's the is. problem.
3: Yeah. And and you know, and it is intelligent people who are being mm. kind of tricked by this by this stuff. Um, so just to kind of um, fill in the, the listeners, um, Take Five um, that we're talking about is a joint initiative between the financial industry and the UK government. Um, and it's a national campaign and it offers advice to help consumers prevent financial fraud. Um, and that actually includes email deception, phone-based scams, as well as online fraud, uh, particularly where criminals are trying to impersonate trust, impersonate trusted organisations. Um, and actually, Franco, when we were at the Mumsnet Take Five event the other night... Um, um, you and I were uh, shown, demonstrated yes. how somebody can text your phone. Did you guys see this? I'm not no, even sure no, if you guys are aware no. of this. Um, someone can text your phone, and the text message will appear in the thread of messages. Let's say your <gasps> bank has sent you. So say if you, you know, <laughs> so say if you say if you bank Every with like HSBC or you know no. whoever, um, and you get regular text messages from them you know, mm, official yeah. text messages. Um, we were shown the other night how easy it is for someone to infiltrate that thread, send you a message to say there's been, you know, suspicious activity in your account, please ring us. And because it's in that thread, you yeah. to, of course, you're more likely mm. to yeah, ring I the mean, number. I would
4: I would be scammed because I would just think, oh, yeah, that's my bank. Yeah. I'll give them a call or click a link or whatever I would definitely be scammed I had like, no idea
2: it, it was
1: super interesting to see how Tony Blake he's the guy who yeah. actually did the demonstration yeah. tried to do this to my phone and to your phone as <gasps> well Alice, yeah. Right? Oh God. and we were like oh my gosh Like in five minutes he just like he was did in. this in front of us and he was like oh god this is so easy to just like scrum people he actually
3: mm-hmm. he actually struggled with me because I banked with West and he said that NetWest are one of the hardest ones to yeah. infiltrate well, Yeah, the same but, then, but right. then he was like okay what's your mobile phone provider who have you got a text from and he looked through down my text and he saw that I had a um, um, a text from my mobile phone provider and he was like right I'll do it from them because also you might you know yeah. ring your mobile phone company mm. in a panic thinking that you know your yeah. account has been infiltrated in some way and you know divulged some information
4: I've I've noticed on my phone now so if I get a text and the, and the number's not saved in my contacts
3: it will say maybe Yes So that's another thing that could be a bit... Mm. I think that's kind of Apple. I think that's Apple trying to help you. So I think it scans. I mean, it's kind of terrifying. But I think it scans, like, all your emails, your text messages, all of that kind of stuff. And it kind of guesses. It works out. We think this is this person. Okay, But it is a little bit freaky, isn't it? it? Yeah, it is. (laughs) (laughs) They're watching us. Um, Okay, so, ladies, I've got a bit of a quiz here. Because you all seem quite kind of savvy. and I think because we went to this um, (laughs) event. to this event, and so you know, we we did hear quite a few experts, um, and you know, people talking about this. So, but I'm but I'm interested, so I've got a bit of a quiz here, and I want to know um how well you do. So just collectively, <laughs> um, so you you get a text message from your bank notifying you of some fraudulent activity and giving you instructions on what to do next. Um, would you transfer the money? So say that the, the, the example text message here is. We've detected some fraudulent activity on your current account. Please transfer your current account balance to the safe account below whilst we investigate the issue. You're laughing. <laughs> Who <We> laughed? <laughs> it <was> me. <laughs> Sorry. The full amount will be transferred back into your account once we can be sure it's secure. Account number, it has an account number. Sort code, has a sort code. What would you do? Would you transfer your money or not? No, no absolutely. absolutely right, this is like an online quiz, so I'm pressing I don't think so. Yeah. But, I'm correct.
1: But you know what? It's very interesting because I actually received this, and it is genuinely. Yeah. And the bank says this. We would like to check some recent activity on your credit card ending, blah, blah, blah. blah. Mm. Please give us a call back on either this number or, if you're abroad, this number. If you're unsure of these numbers, you are welcome to call the number on the back of your credit card. Maybe that last part is the part that maybe made it more genuine when yeah. it says call the number So is that, a real, is that a real yeah, message? it's a real message, but sounds so, so similar. So the did, one you, yeah. did
3: you call the number on the back of your credit cards? Um, so I'm, I'm guessing you didn't call the number on the text message, I, I, or did you? I
1: went to my, um, I have note mm. of the bank number. So I went and called that number, and
3: they confirmed it was real. Yeah.
1: See that is that is why these
2: messages are so terrifying
3: because it's
1: very similar. Verification is
2: key, isn't it? You you call the numbers that you know. Yeah. Safe and trusted. Exactly.
1: And that text says to you, please transfer your money. Yeah.
2: That that went far.
3: That's the that's (laughs) the warning bell, isn't it? Um, Yeah. It says here that um, a genuine bank will never ask you to move money to a safe account. Um, so if in doubt, get in touch with your bank using a trusted phone number, which yeah, is what me, you did, what Franca. Happened, yeah. um, okay, next question. Um, you received this email about some unusual activity, which asks you to confirm your account details. Do you click the link to log in? So the email says important we noticed unusual activity in your account we're concerned that someone is using your account without knowledge recent activity on your account seems to have occurred from a suspicious location log into your account as soon as possible we may ask you to confirm information you provided when you created your account to make sure that you're the account holder we'll then ask you to confirm your password and security (laughs) questions and then there's a link underneath which says log in to confirm your account so what would you do
4: not click I would, de- I would delete the email
3: would you yeah, yeah. just get it Do you delete it and then go into your uh, online you, your, your, yeah, yeah. You, you go into your deleted items and you delete that from oh, you yeah yeah exactly.
4: no I mean I just think it's really silly I mean hmm. why would you I don't know I suppose if you're busy you'd click the link or whatever but I know I mean I've got my banking apps so I'll just go to
3: them yeah um, I'll call the trusted True. numbers that I have. I think I so never... many people would click that link. So Because yeah. And, yeah. And, this is phishing, isn't it? P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G. And I think, I mean, I'm no expert, but I think that the way it works is that when you click that link, um, quite often, it can then give access to a lot of your email. It sends emails out. It tracks
1: to... all your um, uh, data. All your, yes. The, yeah, and your, I, think,
3: I think sometimes it can email all of your contacts and then hoping that they click on the link because did you ever yeah. get an email from somebody yes. like a friend in your address yeah. book and it has a link in it and you don't click yeah. on it but if you did I think it would then send an email out to everyone in your address right. book and I think okay. that's how it and kind of works. And it can happen works. on Facebook
2: can't it as well the same thing can um, it? Yeah that fa- they can hack into your Facebook account and then that sends a link to
3: yeah, your Facebook friends. And- it's kind of terrifying, isn't it? Yeah. So anyway, so you you guys are saying that you wouldn't click on the link. No. 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 Okay, I don't think so. <laughs> um, that's that's what it says, I don't think so. Um, correct, this is fraudulent. Never automatically click on a link in an unexpected email or text. This email contains a number of spelling and grammatical errors. Do you know what? I haven't even noticed that. Isn't that oh, terrible?
1: That's an interesting point. though. Yes.
3: Um, the link is also a false link. So always roll your mouse pointer over the link to reveal its true destination. And that also works as well. If you so I I get quite a few emails from like PayPal not actually mm. PayPal, but like pretend to be from PayPal. Yeah. Um and the actual email address looks really it's coming from paypal but when you hover the mouse over mm. the email address that it's come from it'll be something random like this is not paypal at yeah. topmail.com, you know not and that, also but. it's the
4: way they address you in the email as well because it'll mm. be like dear then your email address yes. as opposed to like dear mrs
3: i have been getting texts just in the last mm. week i mean it's so weird because maybe i'm just more aware of it from doing this but i've been getting quite a few of these texts and it's from um it just says it's from bitcoin Uh, And it says, "Congrats, Perry! In capitals, (laughs) (laughs) you've won a free Bitcoin system. Claim it now!" And then it's got. Um, a link and I'm like
4: there's no way I'm clicking on that link I've been getting a ton of those emails as well the Bitcoin emails yeah Bi- Bitcoin. I like how you said Bitcoin oh, instead what? of Bitcoin, oh, Bitcoin. <laughs> <That's a fraudulent laughs> link. I love it I same love
3: it. <laughs> Um yeah but if, when it is like um, hello Perry and it's like <laughs> in the world would anyone address me as Perry in capitals like oh it's my goodness have you, um, have you received Bitcoin. those
1: um, messages like now that we were talking before about WhatsApp and Facebook that when mm. a friend sent you like says this is the code that you need to use for that big discount with i don't know gap like they put like a very famous brand oh, really? mm-hmm. yeah and i have heard of a few and obviously a friend gives it to you it's a brand that you know yeah it's a discount or M, H&M, for example you're like oh my gosh i want that and then you click to that because yeah. you generally believe yeah. it's true and it takes you to somewhere else or is this, there's
2: no discount doesn't exist this is uh, like a really? big lie but these are things i worry about with my 12 year old she really if if she got an email saying you've got a free gift from gap her little 12 year old mine would go woohoo yes <laughs> and these are the ones that i really worry about yes. that that she especially would because fall for. they
1: come from their friends yes and yeah. then it's like oh my god yeah but it's from so- I can hear a
2: saying it yes yeah, but yeah, it was yeah. from
1: so and so so then you yeah. click and then happens exactly the same mm. thing that what you were telling before all your um, data go as well in your computer they can track it and, yeah. and get all your contacts as well and it can't, it's like a threat of
3: threat of, right uh, of do uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay next cool question in the quiz at ladies your bank asks you to call them if you did not set up a standing order or make a new payment. So the message says, this OTP is to make a new payment for £573.50 to account ending 1553. Don't share this code with anyone. Call immediately if you didn't request this, and then it has like a code. Um, so would you ring them? I'd ring them from a safe number, because
2: I have done that, you know, set up a direct debit, normally for swimming lessons or something like that. Mm. And so... You do then sometimes get a text, don't you, saying you
3: have set up a new.
4: Yeah, I've never had that before.
3: Yeah. So what would you do if you did get it, Veronica? Oh,
4: I don't know. I mean, just, again, just call the bank myself. So
3: call the actual number that you yeah, know. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so you, would you ring them, yes or no?
1: Not- From a safe number. From, From a safe yeah. Yeah, yeah. number. Yeah, I don't okay. know if
3: that's, that's an option there. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. This is a genuine message. Um, so this is a genuine example of a message that your bank might send you. It doesn't ask for any personal or financial details, and it asks you to call the bank directly if you have any questions. Always call them back on a trusted phone number, like the one on the back of your back bank payment card. Oh,
1: mm-hmm. Well yeah.
3: done. Um, <laughs> question number four: um, You get this text from your bank querying a recent transaction. Will you call the number provided? Um, so the question is the message is bank so HSBC or whoever um, has noticed that your debit card was recently used on the 22nd or the 12th 2017 at Apple Online Store for 1976 GBP Um, if you if not you please urgently call fraud prevention on and it has a number or international number number do not reply by SMS
1: that sounds a genuine text in my opinion
3: yeah So so you'd call the number
1: I wouldn't I think again I would do the same thing that call the number that I know but yeah. it sounds a very genuine text because I have had that before.
3: You have had it before. And
1: actually they said the transactions that I have done. So that's another thing to come to verify. So I know exactly the day that I have done a transaction and yeah. at what time and with who. So definitely if that's correct, should be correct.
3: Yeah.
1: Or do you think that's also yeah. a scam? Can I, be a scam? I, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no.
2: Megan's <laughs> not sure. I'm not sure, no, I'm skeptical. I would I'd ring from a safe number. I wouldn't... Any number that's given to me. No, no.
1: Obviously, I will definitely do through the number. Like, that one as well that I receive, Mm. I call from the number that I knew. Yeah. But the information is genuine. Everything that they have said. How can someone else knew my three last transactions with that card? That sounds very... I don't know. Could happen.
4: That's... it, It does sound very specific right I don't so know. but
3: it, it's asking you if you call the number in the text no, no. I wouldn't know. Wouldn't unless not. it no. matches never, okay. the
4: number that i
1: have okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. yeah but they put the numbers are genuine text, they do put numbers mm. but they just ask you to have also the option to call i think so number we just don't know how
2: car. you know these are big organized criminal gangs aren't they so yeah. the fact that they've got hold of your last three transactions it, that's no biggie to them that's no biggie to them is it yeah (laughs) yeah. (laughs) if
1: they have access of my last three transactions they probably have access to my card already so why would they do that I don't know it's like I feel like it's like too far into the scam to be genuine I don't know do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do know
3: what you mean. I, I do. think, I think yeah. that's why it's such a tricky thing mm. because you, you start overthinking it and you start thinking, well, it must be real because they've got this information and you know. But anyway, the no, answer to that question, <laughs> you guys got that right. You shouldn't. You should. You, you should never call the number um, listed in a, in a message like that. Always. You know, look well, up the, the official number. number. Yeah. Um question number five, final question. Um, you're having some new radiators fitted and you get this email from your plumber to notify you of some changes to their bank details before you send their fee. So it says, Dear Franca, we need the funds up front before starting our job at your property. Please arrange for a bank transfer to the details below as soon as possible, then it has account number and sort code. Um <laughs>
4: That sounds so bad. Uh,
3: no. I think this is no. a really tricky one. Because if you were having some plumbing work done and you get an email from your plumber, assuming you haven't already paid them, why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you transfer the money to that bank account?
2: yeah well they said they, on the evening they said this is one of the most common scams isn't it you yes know, you're moving house and you you get an email from your solicitor oh it's your solicitor that's the most trusted person in the, the yeah. world yeah. surely you know and I must be the least
3: trusting person <laughs> I'd be like no delete I'll speak to
4: you in person or you risk uh, you
3: know getting uh, into a fight with your plumber because you, because you haven't paid him yeah I'd be like no sorry I'll, I'll probably call back like, and confirm yeah, you call back yeah. it's such a tricky one because they the thing this this aspect of fraud is called push payment. I hadn't realised yeah. this um, until reading up on this campaign, but it's called push payment, and it's when um, so when a fraudster. I always think that you're kind of glamorising them by calling them a fraudster because it sounds like yeah. you know a bit Hollywood. But when a fraudster <laughs> um, convinces you that they are somebody like your solicitor or your plumber or even I guess your bank, and you activate a transaction so you transfer their money because you believe yeah. they are somebody else so it's not them coming into your account and taking money or anything like that mm, um, and that's kind of, the, I think, one of the most terrifying things. Something similar happened to a friend of
2: mine and she was selling her wedding dress and she, but she was dealing with someone the dress was sold, the person was going to transfer the money into her bank account and as soon as she got the money in her bank account the person could have the dress and a couple of days before it was all due to happen the person who was buying said oh i'm going to put my money in this account and then you i'm going to give you a code and you can get the money
1: that sounds And it
2: and my friend went hang mm-hmm. on a minute and she said no i'm not doing it yeah. and she contacted it was through some sort of selling site i can't remember what it was called and they said, no, this, we've had this happen before. It's an absolute scam that, you know, the person's saying, oh, I can't transfer the money into your account for mm. whatever reason. So it's going here, but you can get it. You All you've got to do is, mm. you know, log on, put in this code or whatever, and the money is yours. And,
3: of course, it was a scam. Yeah. So luckily
2: she was wise That's and good. said, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah,
3: I've got a friend who... Um, it's not a similar thing to what you've just described, but she... Um, her husband had a message from from the bank. So similar to what we were talking about earlier, Franca, you mm. get a message through and it's in the thread of your bank, you know, messages. Um And I think it was basically saying there's been some fraudulent activity, ring this number. Mm. And they rang it and they, on the phone, had this conversation with their bank in adverted commas. And they transferred a bunch of money, like loads of money, into a safe, a safe mm. account. Sorry. And too late realised that it was all a massive kind of scam so yeah that's, that's similar thing where you are activating it yeah. you, you believe that who you were, you were speaking to is somebody else and you transfer their money um, they did get the money back, back so I think that banks are very good at kind yeah. of Yeah, I think from the event in.
4: they were sort of saying you need to act quickly so the mm. minute you think that this is yes, fraudulent. you need to call all, yeah. the bank
3: straight away because it must be really difficult to get your money back if you've actively sent yes. it. i think that's probably i think they were saying that the um the fraud prevention experts at the event that we were at were saying that that's the the hardest you know yeah. mm. aspect is when people have made the physical transaction themselves mm. you know you've authorized yeah. that payment so it's hard Um, so what advice so Megan obviously you've been speaking about you know your daughter and and how she's getting um, a bit older and has her debit card Um, what advice um, do you think it's important to pass on to our children when it comes to being savvy because I think that we're all very good at I think you know we're all very good at kind of being safe you know physically safe so we're yeah. walking along the street and we'll hang on to our handbags and you might say to your kids oh don't have your school bag wide open yeah. you don't know. have your phone on
2: show exactly yeah. all of that yeah. stuff so
3: we're very good at being physically safe and street wise yeah but i think it's a whole new thing that we're having to learn how to be safe online and with yeah. mobile phones and with our data i guess yeah. so what advice do you think we should be giving to our kids as they're getting a bit older
2: it sounds terrible, but it's going back to what you said, Romika. is that trust nothing. <laughs> mm. Any email that comes through or any text message, and I think text messages are probably a bit more prevalent with um scamming, yeah. is just don't believe it. Check, check, and double check. You know, verification is the most important thing. I think that's the advice yeah. I'd give, is that question... It's, it's
1: scary when... You have a twelve year old and yeah. and she has a phone and she received the text and has access to debit card things like that. Mine is only seven, but I'm thinking yeah. it's gonna happen soon yeah. and she will like the same thing. And I'm I mean, like actually listening to you and trying to, to see what yeah. I'm gonna do as well. Well in the, the thing is we gave this. her
2: a card. One of the reasons we gave her this card was because I didn't like the idea of her walking around with money on her and okay she's always got a couple of quid Plus in her pocket
1: but you can pay with the contactless. Yeah. Contactless. Yeah. Just, you don't need the, the notes anymore yeah yeah and, I,
2: um yeah, i thought so it was a safer option to, to
3: have a card but of mm. course that comes with its own set of rules um so we have um all got a bit of advice here which we're, we're going to share with the listeners um the, I've got I've got some general advice, and then you guys have got a bit of more specific advice for different things, haven't you? Um, so I'm going to kick off by saying the three key things to remember um, in general are: a genuine bank or organisation will never contact you asking for your PIN, full password, or to move money. Never give out personal or financial details, and never automatically click on a link in an unexpected email or text. Uh, Franca, you have got um, some tips on avoiding email scams, haven't you?
1: Yes. I have seven ways to spot an email you have been sent is fraudulent. So the first one is, the sender's address doesn't match the website address of the organization it says it's from. Roll your mouse pointer over the sender's name to reveal its true address. This is the first one. The second one, the email doesn't use your proper name. Using something like, dear customer, instead. 3. There is a sense of urgency asking you to act immediately. 4. There is a prominent website link which may seem like the proper address but with one character different. Bear that in mind. 5. There is a request for personal information. 6. There are spelling and grammatical errors. This is very important. 7. The entire text of the email is within an image rather than the usual text format. And the image contains an embedded hyperlink to a bogus site. Again, roll your mouse pointer over the link to reveal its true destination. And that's the seven email scams. Um,
3: that's really interesting as well. But the image that I, I
1: yeah
3: I hadn't kind of thought about that. But that is actually a really kind of surefire sign. Yes. Because normally you would get a very official typed out email, mm. wouldn't you?
1: Yes, definitely.
3: Megan, what have you got there?
2: I can't remember what I gave you. I've got text links. Uh, Three signs a text message might not be genuine. If it asks you to provide sensitive personal or financial information, passwords, or to make transactions by following a link to the message... Uh, Number two, it asks you to call a certain number, but that number is unknown to you. In this case, call your bank on a number that you trust to check the number and message is authentic, e.g. such as the number on the back of your card. And the last one is, the sender uses an urgent turn, urging you to act now. (laughs) But then I find that last one... Is it, it, oh, I don't know. It's kind of a mixed message, isn't it? Yeah. Because we were saying, if you think you've been a victim of fraud, you've got to act straight away. It's everything, yeah. everything, act, act, act now. And I guess. I guess the thing is, if
3: someone, if if a bank or somebody is asking you to yeah, urgently act exactly. now, you don't. But if you have been a victim of fraud, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. that is when you act quickly. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, make sure you act yeah. act, act urgently, urgently at the
4: right at time. the right time. <laughs> <laughs> Romica, what have you got there? So I've got push payments and giving away personal details um so i've got five um helpful points here so the first one is the caller doesn't give you time to think tries to stop you speaking to a family member or friend or is insistent and makes you feel uncomfortable um two the caller asks you to transfer money to a new account for fraud reasons three they phone to ask you for a four digit card pin or your online banking password even if they ask you to give it to them um, into the telephone keypad rather than saying it um, out loud this is a scam uh, Four, they ask you to withdraw money to hand over to them for a safekeeping um, <laughs> Five, they may say that you are a victim of fraud and offer to send a courier to your home to collect your cash, PIN, payment card or cheque bet I mean <laughs> That's very um,
3: speedy on their part You'll yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. we'll send a courier to steal your money Yeah <laughs> Uh, thank you very much ladies um listen um we're nearly out of time but i just wanted to ask some uh, non-fraud related quickfire questions to you all because um well, <laughs> well i've got you all here if that's okay <laughs> um so we're going to go around uh, Starting start with warmica and i want you each to tell me uh what kind of mum do you think you are oh
4: gosh <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> um i think i'm quite strict actually um when I was, before I had children, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to be this fun mum, which I, I am, but I'm quite strict. I'm a very routine, up at nine, bed at seven, bath, you know, whatever. Um, so, yeah, and I think that's partly due to my husband being quite a free spirit, and he was oh, like, really? yeah, it's okay. So I kind of had to take on that. that You're balancing that. it off. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um So yeah, that's, that's what I'm like.
2: Megan. <laughs> what kind of mum are you? But, oh, goodness. Um, well, funnily enough, uh, My friend and I had this conversation on Saturday night. And we were saying... I know, I know. We said we... And it's quite funny. We're strict libertarians. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. And so, similarly, I'm really strict with my children. But on their manners, I Mm. expect them to always speak nicely to people and, you know, look them in the eye and make polite conversation. And, you know, I, I want them... I want other people
3: to see them as being lovely children. It's such a nice compliment when someone says, "Your children are so well mannered." Yeah, you're exactly. Like, <laughs> like, they're not like that. At home. I was, yeah, I was, was going to say that
1: exactly. <laughs> yeah. They behave really well outside the yeah. house, yeah. In the right House. They look at you and start a the whole... They're like wild yeah. animals at Bad home. Bad behavior is crazy. Yeah,
2: but that's how I'm. I'm strict like that, and how they behave and how they speak to other people. Yeah. But then I'm also I do let them do lots of. Stuff. And going back to my 12-year-old, you know, I am happy to let her go to a coffee shop now with her friends and, you know, that sort of thing. So I like to think I'm that slightly fun mum who who does let her do stuff yeah. and enjoy yeah. herself, but then I am quite strict as well. Right. <laughs> hey. Franca, how about you? I think I'm very flexible.
1: I let my kids be what they want to be. I like them to just like, experience and learn from their mistakes. It's very important they have to learn of course there are rules at home I'm not gonna let them like just be crazy crazy but I just I just like the maybe a little bit like your husband (laughs) I think it's very important um, that they learn when they do something wrong They learn why they did it wrong so probably they won't do it again I Mm -hmm. hope (laughs) but yeah I I think I'm more flexible with
4: them
3: excellent Um, and what's the best thing about motherhood
4: Oh my gosh, I think it's like the unconditional love and just, I don't know, it's just everything. I mean, I, it's Aww. love that I've never felt before. It's just crazy. They, in my eyes, they're just the perfect children. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, I think it's the love. I've Aww. just never felt love like that before for my two little, feral children.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Megan. Um, I would agree, the absolute unconditional love. But what I have found as my children get older is that um they're really interesting and they're really lovely to spend time with and i genuinely enjoy both of my children's company i love going out with them and i love talking to them about stuff you know what whatever it is they're interested in at that time and my daughter really loves ballet, and so do I. And so I've, she is my perfect partner to go and watch ballets with at the Aww, Royal Opera so House. Funny. And yeah, I just find I, their friendship, their their friendship and their company is it's lovely. How nice. old is the second one? Nine. He's almost so ten. Nine and twelve. That's yeah.
1: Nice. nice
2: yeah. 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 And they're they're little humans. <laughs> <laughs> it's is nice, I don't isn't know, it? they're, they're, yeah. they're,
3: it's the, when you see their the personality difference. come out, and yeah. yeah, and you enjoy hanging out with them rather yeah. than just feeling like it's constantly the physical looking after. That's, yes. exactly. That's
4: what yeah. I'm going through at the moment. Is the the physical because they're yeah. still really yeah. young, so I can't wait to get to that stage <laughs> where we can like, me and Emmy can go and get our nails done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that.
1: Yeah. How about you, Franca? And for me, I think I didn't realise the importance of my life. I think until I actually have them. Mm. Um, kind of like a my whole perspective of life changed completely when I have them and the reason of my life right now is them so I think yeah. I do everything for them if I just don't sleep it's because of them so yeah it's just obviously the unconditional love that we are talking and I don't know and um, for me it's just like try to live every day and experience every day with them and and enjoy the company as you said yeah. as well. I, I love them, yeah.
2: I can see why people get really upset when their children leave home and go yes. to
1: university. Oh <laughs> I really, really can. can. empty emptiness syndrome, isn't yeah. it? They say that you never you never end to be a mother or a father like you are going to be worried until
3: they die. That's yeah. the yeah. Like, yeah. You
1: never stop worrying.
3: Oh, oh <laughs> what a heartwarming way end it! That, that was lovely. Um, ladies, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank I feel you. like it's been such a, an interesting chat um, and hopefully everyone listening has learned stuff um, as well as, you know, finding it really interesting. So thank you very much. Thank, thank you. Happy, <laughs> Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Happy yes. 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 Christmas. genuinely hope that you have come away from listening to this bonus episode armed with lots of tips and information to help you Um, and I'll be back soon with a regular episode with a guest Um, in the meantime thanks for listening